Hey, Brown Coats. Thanks for tuning in to the fifth episode of You Can't Take the Mic From Me. All's well that ends well? In the conclusion of the first arc, our heroes will attempt to finish their job, and a case of mistaken identity could have grave results for the future. Let's jump right in. So we are going to go ahead and begin now with Act 4. A fine day for a double cross. Uh, this act is going to bring what y what's yours is mine to a heart-thumping, breathtaking conclusion. Everything you guys have done up until this point culminates in this thrilling scene. Uh, so... Yes. I need to be able to breathe in order to roleplay properly. Is, can we make sure it's not so breathtaking that I can't breathe? Alright, so... What you guys are going to have to do... You have to go steal Dubujak's treasure, basically. All of the ore that he's got. Before he gets it off planet to his ship. He has a warship called the Zanshe. And uh, if he gets it off planet, there's no way you're going to be able to take it from that ship. So, there's a tug that's going to take it from a planet up into orbit. Question, who's the captain of the Zanshe? You don't know. You've talked to Remember, you've talked to Remember's father. Alright, so you've got Marion Morrison, Remember... And uh, remembers Father Grady, who explains to you exactly what's going to happen. I, I, you're going to meet in your ship. You're going to wait at the orbital rendezvous point for the tug ship to arrive. Because it's going to arrive first, before the warship does, so that you can hijack the tug ship, steal it, and get away clean with the cargo. Now, hypothetically speaking, if we were to take over this warship... Could we then, like, have a warship? Yes. So, so mission parameters have actually kind of altered a little bit, let's be honest. They've altered for you. <laughs> yes. The, the objective has definitely broadened. Alright, so let's open on the three of you standing in the cockpit of your ship and discussing how you plan on doing this. Go ahead and go. So I'm just saying, when we have this warship, we can do whatever the hell we want. I don't know. I mean, we already got one of the fastest ships out there. But I must say, I do have a moral objection to the cockfighting ring in this part of the ship. And I think it's a little messed up that we're calling it the cockpit. Well, I do agree with you. I will need an entirely new crew for this warship. Yeah, you know, the way I figure it, if you've got a warship and, you know, uh, Marcus decides to uh, do something other than cockfighting on the cockpit, um, then I'll have my own ship. So, uh, you know, win, 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 right? Yeah. Uh, so, thinking that taking on this warship is probably not the best route because... Our fighting forces subpar. Fighting yeah, it's just the three of us and those five roosters that we have. And I'll say those <sighs> roosters are pretty fucking vicious. 
I'm telling you guys, they're not roosters. They're they're cockatiels, and they help me with my focus when I'm trying to pilot. I don't know why we're having this discussion in the cockpit. Then why are they? Why want... are, do they have spurs? Why did you put spurs on them? I like cowboy cockatiels. Is that a problem? Is that a problem with this crew? Because I'm the pilot. I don't. Last I checked, you guys don't know how to fly a fucking ship. So, so let's stop judging me and let's start planning. <laughs> the way I say it, we have a bit of a conundrum because I, I, I'm of the opinion that we should probably steal the tug before it gets airborne, and that requires two pilots. One of us has got to pilot this thing, possibly. Another one's got to pilot the tug. Well, I mean, we could have uh, the the Larbinger just uh, waiting somewhere on standby, and then as soon as we we get back with the tug, I mean, offload what we need and go on from there. Nice, that's, that's true. Um, I mean, do we just do we have a uh, like, what is a tug exactly, like, out of character? Like, is a tug an actual airborne ship that's got a, sh- like, basically a ferry between the ground to space? Yeah. Oh, okay. It'd be, it'd be almost like an old space shuttle. Like, it, it just takes stuff out of orbit. That's all it's for. It's for breaking orbit. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Or breaking atmo. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. But, but it's a large cargo capacity. It's a large cargo capacity that's meant to break <clears throat> atmo, but it doesn't do, like, inter... Stellar travel. Stellar travel. Do, would would we know if these tugs are typically armed or have an escort? <laughs> typically, I'd say no. Um, I think it depends on the tug because we know some Firefly ships do have arms to help manipulate things, but so I, I guess I would say that probably probably not though because it's for breaking Atmo. Armed vessels are probably more so for stuff that just operates in space. So so for those not really paying attention, that was actually a pun dressed to be helpful um i i mean i guess it was helpful so so thanks tom he's um, making it very hard to tune out his bits is what's going on he he is he is he's slipping them in and 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 like he's being helpful and educational during it but but it's totally a bit and i feel like i'm a captive thinks- audience he thinks that I won't edit that out. We don't but, uh, know. We're gonna come in right here, and you're not gonna know what I'm talking about, listeners. Just know it was another bit. <laughs> it, was, it was actually a helpful bit. Because to be fair, there are some ships with arms. Yeah, I literally watched Serenity like two days ago, and like there's this ship that's like, and it's like a Reaver ship, and they're like, boom, boom. Back into this. You guys have figured out your cockatiel cowboy situation. We have cockatiel cowboys. You guys are ready I'm, to begin. I'm okay with that being canon for my character. Yeah, he, See, it he already likes, is. He likes cockatiels. <laughs> it already is. He knows about his cowboys. Everything that you say is a is a canon thing. I actually like Warren a little bit more now. Now that now that I've decided that. Do they have little cowboy hats? Anyways, can can we actually take this meeting into the meeting room and get out of my room? I yeah, know the so cockpit is, the is everybody's room. room. Where, uh, boring stuff Ooh. happens. I got my private stuff. Okay, so the there. meeting room is where I store all my meats to age them and season them 
so I, I'm not a fan of having uh, the meeting in there, but maybe if we went to the parlor, that would be a better location. The worst part about this pun was that because our internet crashed, I had to listen to it twice. So, you guys head to the meeting room, no, the parlor, I'm the sorry. The parlor, yes. The meeting room is where Tom plays with his meat. Yes, unless uh, Ninka would like to do a bit about the parlor. No, I'm just as fine at letting the parlor be the parlor. I'm already started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, buddy. As you get ready to leave the piloting area... Called the cockpit. Called the cockpit. You get a wave. So you get a ring. And uh, do you accept the call? Yeah, I'll answer it. I'll yes. answer it. Alright, so you answer the call, and uh, it's our old friend, Etienne Dubujac. He smiles, bows to you, and says. And let me make sure I get his voice right here. <laughs> ah! My bon chance friends, I see that you are waiting for the transport that you think I am sending up. Unfortunately for you, I understand that Remember, was a no-good spy the entire time. Who was? The girl that you kidnapped from my house. Oh, I thought you were telling me to remember the no-good spy. I'm sorry. Yes, please. I knew the entire time that something like this would happen. So, I was never planning on using the warship that should be coming over that moon right about now. And you all look out the viewport window and the camera zooms in all dramatically. And there's nothing there. <laughs> and then you look out the other viewport and you realize there's... It's on the other side of you. The uh, Zanshi is bearing down on you. Uh, it's, Does yeah. it have bear claws as weapons? Son of a bitch. Oh my god. I just... I don't know if I could do it. I really don't. Phrasing... Etienne giggles a little and says, The Zanshi is much too slow to haul the ore and get away with it. But my new ship, the Force Majeure, is going to land right near the mine. I'm going to force the workers to load up all the ore, and then I'm going to take it to market. There's no possible way that you can grab the shipment before my brand new blockade runner snags it. It's not like your weak and ineffective ship could possibly catch it. And he smiles and he says, Au revoir, Larbinger. And the crew, the uh, wave fades out. Dude, he gave us a lot of information for us not really saying a word. His, his monologuing is just pretty fucking terrible. Obviously he hasn't heard the evil overlord this. <laughs> yeah, he has not. So, so that. All right. So here's here's what you guys have to do. If you can get down to the site before the force majeure, you can load it up, 
and uh, steal all the ore. So, here's how this is going to work, gentlemen. You have three beats. You have to race down to the surface of Sweet Home, load up the cargo, scramble the radar, and then you're home free. If you don't, there's a chance that you don't get to keep the ore, which means Morrison doesn't get her mind. There is also a chance that the Zanshi will catch you, which means you will have to engage in pitched battle, your weaponry versus theirs. We don't have weaponry. I know. But but we gain, like, extra maneuverability. Yes, we do. Yes. I hope you have the access to that stuff, because I, I don't. I'll find it. You can get the name. Okay. It okay. specifically says in here that I'm supposed to wish you luck. <laughs> you don't truly, but, but it says you have to. I, I don't. Uh... So, all you have to do is, to take out the force majeure, is get down to the planet first. So there are a couple different actions you can take. Um, you could just gun your engines. Why would we want to shoot our own engines? Tom, please. Please, for the love of God. Tom, I am going to write you a ticket for too many bits per minute. I haven't done a bit. I just now barely noticed that I could apply these as an extra dice if I can attach it to the situation. Yeah, Tom's been doing that this entire time. Yeah, no, I know. I have not. Like, it it just became clear to me, and it's like, oh, I could have. Oh, I could have. Yeah. Fuck. So, uh, you can just uh, spool up the engines, head down to the surface of the sh- of the planet, and you beating them down there essentially means that you've won. You could also uh, the one that I think that you guys might be more prone to do is you could. Fly close enough to the other ship to disrupt their descent trajectory, which means they need to pull off and recalibrate it. Which is a much more dangerous move. They say we go for that. Uh, but every time that you do it during the descent, you'll gain one beat for a success. So you only have three beats to complete this in, but every time you can pull off a inward flight to stop them, you gain a beat. Hmm. However, if you fail to do the pedal to the metal one, which is flying the ship right down the planet, failing that implies that you have failed and you're taken out. That one is a high stakes roll. You could also, if you want, try to uh, scramble the radar of the force majeure using your radar. Ooh, I like that option. And we have. Which would gain you beats and lose the other ship. We have, beats. um. Or. We have that distinction mean lean computing machine on, uh, on our ship, and so 
that could help us. Mainland computing yeah, uh, machine. Spend one plot point at the beginning of a timed action involving your computer system. For each of the rolls during the timed action, you may re-roll any die that comes up one instead of accepting a plot point for that die. If a die comes up as a one when re-rolled, it may not be re-rolled a second time. Huh. That's still pretty cool. That helps. Uh, does, does someone want to spend <coughs> a plot point right now during this timed... Because this is all a timed action? I would, but I'm at a plot point. I have a single plot point. Should I spend it on that? Couldn't hurt. Are we? Are we? Are we? Lean. Are we wanting to jam the radar? Or are we looking to jam towards the uh, planet? Um, I think it would be better for us to buzz the ship and book it. Maybe you can. You can do all three while one of you is prepping to fly into the planet. One of you can be jamming the radar, and one of you can be programming in a descent course that'll knock the force majeure off of theirs, so we can move into. So the what? What actions. skills would be required to knock them off course? Would that be like Probably mental flight. and no, or? Uh, so your dice pool would be something like engines and trick, or engines and perform. Oh, okay. Well, I could do engines and trick or engines and perform. So I'm going to be the one that needs to fly down to the surface, yeah. essentially. I'm pretty sure we had like a five to ten minute conversation about how you were the pilot and you were the only one who could yeah. handle things. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's understood. And to scramble the radar, it would be a systems and operate or systems and Okay, fix. I could do that. I'll do that. Let's get this yeah. done with. So let's begin. Gentlemen, who would like to go first? I would. I'd like to go first. Uh, so I am going to uh, jump um, uh, on the systems in the cockpit um, and help um, and uh, try to jam their radar. So I will use systems, which is a D8 for our ship. Plus operate. And operate for me is... No, is it operate or fix? No, is it operate or fix? Either no, one. Fix. You can also add in, uh, if we, you guys have lean mean computing machine, if that has a dice attached to it. I have to, sp I, I have to, I spend, a, I have to spend a plot point in, in order to do, use it. I thought one of you spent a plot point to activate it for this action. Oh, was that, action. Jacob, did you spend that? Uh, oh, okay. Yep. So and it, can, it's a D8. So you can add that in at a D8 also? If you add it as a D4, you can gain a plot point. I'll do that... Add an into yeah. You dick. Take my plot point to give yourself yes. one. Well, but your plot point activates it for the entire scene. Yeah, fair enough. So. And then, uh, do we do I add a D eight for the actual ship itself? Uh, what are you using? Well, so I'm using I'm systems? doing systems, fix. Yes. Yeah, then that's a D eight. And then a D eight. I'm gonna have to re-roll a D8, I think. Oh no, I got, I bought a new die. Okay. 
So I'm going to roll to let you know what your threshold is right now. All right. Your threshold is a nine. Mm, that is a eight. No jinxes. No you, you have that additional plot point. Can I spend that now? Because you, you gain the plot point by rolling the lower yeah. die, right? You could spend that, that. That adds one additional die. One. Additional okay. Die. Well, in that case, then we're at a ten. That is the cheesiest way to spend that. So, okay. <laughs> Look. Uh, so I need I, keep the system. <laughs> I need to do what I can, man. As you begin to race towards the surface, uh, trying to get away from the Zanshi and seeing the force majeure move in, um, you immediately jump on the computers, punch in a bunch of codes, we shoot. We flash to an outside shot of the Larbinger, and you see all the radar dishes sort of swing towards the Force Majeure, and you can hear a high-pitched squeal, and uh, the ship sort of sort of swerves a little bit in space, which is incredibly awkward looking, and they have to break off their descent. You gain one beat, so that didn't cost you anything. You're still at three beats. Yay! Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So neck. Net gain so, zero. So so that could only hurt us. No. Because you can take a complication to not get taken out, remember. Oh, okay. Just because something's a high-stakes roll doesn't mean that you are automatically taken out. Well, I know, but it, it took a beat to do that beat. And it gained but us it a took, beat. So it, it just took take one away from them. But it also, it also delays them the opportunity to make a roll this turn oh, to go down to planet. I, I see, because they're doing yes. hits at the same yeah. time yeah. we are. So we gained a beat, they yeah. lost a beat. Mm -hmm. Essentially. Well, they didn't lose a beat, you just... You didn't lose any beats. And they cannot, this turn, fly down a planet. Got it. They okay. have to recalculate their descent. So Got I it. think since we okay. delayed them, our next move should be to try to gun it towards the planet. And that's where I come in. All right, so Warren, I think I got them to break off and rethink their descent. Make your move. All right. That plus that. So uh, what's the description on Defink Tiger again? It is... Uh, once a combat vessel, the ship's original military-grade weapons have since been removed and outlawed. If in your boat is caught with weapons of those kind, the Alliance will throw you in the brig. Lucky for you, the removal of weapons control has sped up your computer system. Okay, so just boost the computer system even yeah, further. Yeah, but we also have another distinction. Um, Been around the verse? Yeah, they don't make make them like this anymore. Which, uh, anytime you make a fixed roll to repair the ship, step back the difficulty die. Yeah. That's all been around the first dose. Alright, so I'm going to roll your... You're going to make a pedal to the metal action and try and fly down to... Yeah, 
Just understand my dice pool. Is it mental and fly? And the engine? Engines and fly. And anything that you can You add. can also add the okay. D8 for the ship itself. Yeah, that's... Oh, the ship yeah, itself? Yeah, which is a D8. Okay. Thirteen. And remember, you, you need to add, you can add that lean mean computing machine because uh, you bought that for the entire encounter. Okay. I guess I'll take it at a, a D4 to get me a plot point. Okay. And it's totally not going to be enough still. Wait, is it an asset? Yeah, lean mean computing machine can be knocked down to a D4. It can be? It's not an asset, it's a, uh, uh... Oh. It's a distinction. Distinction. It's a distinction. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 It says it on wrong, though. Um... Is there anything else you want to add into your role? I'm wondering if I could add in my, uh, top secret. Because a part of that, I don't have it unlocked yet, but it's flown just about everything. Well, if you haven't unlocked it, no. Okay, fine, fair enough. Nice way to try to game the system. That's like asking, like, at first level, hey, can I cast Fireball? Well, yeah, I mean, you probably could. If you have Damn it, this it. game is rigged against us. Alright, fine. Fine, I'm rolling. And that's a lot of ones. Oh, son of a bitch. You get to re-roll your ones. No, that's zero ones, unfortunately. But unfortunately, that's like three threes. And a seven. So you're at ten. So... Um, not quite. I'm actually at 11. You could spend your big damn hero die to roll another d8. Uh, or, I could just use the plot point that I just gained from rolling that d4 and add in a 3, which would put me at 14. Is that what you're gonna do? Yes. Okay. okay. We're okay. off. What was your highest dice? My highest die was a 7. Alright, uh, go ahead and take a plot point. We're off to a really shaky start right now. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, you managed to raise the stakes. Uh, you managed to catch up to the force majeure and pass it on the way to Sweet Home's surface. Uh, you lose a beat. And this is where you guys would be in the clear, except that I'm giving you an extra plot point to take a complication and stay in the race. Okay. Can we, can we know what that value of the complication is? Uh, whatever his highest dice. Oh my god. Which was a D eight. D eight. Oh, it was my no D ten. A D ten. So yeah, a D ten complication of uh, falling. What behind. the fuck? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why we're taking that complication. No. I'm taking that complication. Uh -oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you get a plot point. Oh, okay. Because I'm taking a complication. I get it. I get it. Okay. I thought we were taking the complications. Like, no, I, I made yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm like, we're we're but I made we're blockade it. runners just like I'm they sorry. are. I'm sorry. That must not have been clear. I am taking a complication to stay in the race to. Oh, a because we wrote uh, we raised I the stakes it. and it was a high risk roll for game. Got it. Yes. Okay. High uh, risk roll for both of us. So. Uh, Marcus, what are you going to do? Um, I believe you said I could roll engines plus trick 
to kind of like throw them off. So yeah, what you're going to do is you're going to roll an engines and a trick. What are our engines? Ten. Okay. My trick is ten. And I get a ten. You get a ten from their complication. Okay. And an, an eight. Oh, I already had three An eight ten. for the ship. And an eight for the ship. An eight for the ship. I have that. And um, I remember back when I was in the Unification War and our ship was under pursuit. We had to get out of the way and throw them off course as we were descending towards the planet trying to uh, avoid them. No, because you already established you weren't a pilot. Yeah, but I'm not a pilot now. But generally, generally that is a thing that a pilot does, not just a soldier in the Unification War. I didn't say I wasn't on a ship, but fine. I am not going to give you carte blanche to continuously add that to every single thing. You gotta, you gotta nip that shit in the bud right yeah. now. <laughs> you, I, I would really prefer if you would just let me roll first, but okay. Oh, sorry. D8, Eight, so uh, that's an extraordinary success. Big damn hero die. Uh, you get a big damn, an eight, D8 big damn hero die. Why D8? It's the highest die in his pool. The highest die in my pool. Okay. From now on, I need you guys to like either bring your own pencil or buy a pack of pencils to leave here. I did bring my own pencil. And I, bu- I bought a pack of pencils in the last RPG right here. And, and all the members stole them. The attempt to throw the force majeure off is extraordinarily successful. The blockade runner is thrown off, spinning wildly out of control. Gain two beats. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you've moved up to four beats. Oh, wow. Hey, uh... I'm sorry, three beats, because yeah, Tom... And then I the lost beat. one. You yeah. lost the beat. Nico gained a beat Nico and gained a beat. stalled yeah, yeah. them. So, you guys are back at three beats. I found another pencil. The question that I have is, are... Remember, um... No. They're on. Okay. So, uh, it is now again top of the action list because they don't, they spend all of their actions trying to get back on course. So, who's up next? I say, um, you should try punching it again and get us closer down to planet, see if we can gain some, uh, Put some distance between us and them. I, uh, I can do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, the, the complication. I forgot about the complication. So I'm gonna roll first. That's right. We gotta remember, you have to set the stakes yes. first. Only a nine. And uh, I'm, uh, I have a f- decent confidence that uh, I can step down one of my attributes, one of my uh, distinctions, um, and still successfully pass this. So Which one are you stepping down? Um, the lean mean computing machine. Okay. What is that? Is it three? What is this? That's a six. So 13. If you have a one there, are you going to re-roll it? Oh, yes. Yes, I will. Yeah, 13. Is that a 1 again? No, it's a 3. Okay. 
13. So, uh, you... Alright, you managed to head a little bit closer to Sweet Home. I'm going to spend one more plot point to step up their complication one more time to a D12. They are mighty far behind now. You've spent a beat. So how many beats do you have left? Two. Two beats. Two beats left. Which means, unfortunately, that uh, if these two take their actions and don't both of them don't succeed. It's it's fairly stacked in their favor, though. They have a 2d10, or no, a d12, no, a d12. in addition to add yeah. to the roll. So, uh, the force measure is back on course and headed for the planet. It's behind you, but it is a much faster ship than you are. Okay. So, do you guys gonna try and knock it off course again? We, we just played a little dirty. Sure. Oh, yes. I'm realizing that I could have used another one of my distinctions. Uh, I'll use one of mine so I don't get them. Alright, well. There's no D10 in there, there's a D12 in there instead. Yep. Yeah. Alright, so, uh. What is this? Who's going next? Is it going to be. Are you going to try and do the, radi- the radar thing again? Yes. The radar thing? So that would be Cal. That's yeah, the radar right? thing was me. The radar thing or the uh, the, ra- the radar the thing ga- gains us a beat, right? Yeah, it can, and if you do astoundingly well, it can. They gain can two. both gain you a beat. They only cost you a beat if you fail. Oh, okay. If you fail. Well, whichever I'm, Tom, go ahead and or uh, Marcus, go ahead and do your uh, throw them off their trajectory. Alright, so. so we're doing one of the opposite things. So we started where it was like boom, 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 and then it went. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. So uh, Marcus slides over and starts punching keys, pulling levers. He's not at the okay. computer or anything. It's yeah, that's. Well, yeah. <laughs> not in my cockpit. <laughs> Alright, you should be fine. That is a seven total. Mm-hmm. 13. That's a 1. Whatever, 1. Are you going to re-roll your 1? Oh, I can re-roll yeah, once? Because of yep. were, you not paying, were you not paying attention when we talked about... That's nope. now 7. It's 14. I really need you to pay attention. So the lane mean computing machine, I activated it at the beginning of this beat. What it did is it allowed us to re-roll 1s. Oh, okay. You got a 14? Yeah. Versus my 7? Mm-hmm. That's another... That's another big damn hero die. That's an extraordinary yep. success. Uh, you basically flash your tail fins at them cheekily, <laughs> and uh, they're thrown off by it. Uh, you gain two beats. So it moves you back up to nice. three. So now, even if... Uh, you fail the next roll, you'll be fine. And, uh, so can I uh, jump on the comms and because uh, um, you said um, Grady Hopkins is planet side, right? Yeah, they're all planet. Is side. he with the? Do we know if he's with the the load? Uh, you would have to call him. Can I? Out. He said he was going to try and get back there, 
But if Dubajak knew that you were waiting in orbit, he might know about Grady. He may have already killed Grady and remember. Can I try know. calling? Yeah. So I do that. Alright, so it rings once, twice, three times. He answers Harry and he goes, What? What's going on? Grady! We're coming in hot. <laughs> we need if you can organize the miners to try to get the the ore as fast as possible. We need to put a, some distance between us and their new their new crazy ass fast ship. He says, "I'll do my best, but uh, the mercenaries are still down here." Oh, so we'll we'll see what happens. Thanks for that information. He uh signs off and right before he signs off you hear gunfire in the background sweet boys we're gonna have a hot LZ <laughs> are you going to try and land now or do you want to try and scramble the radar also uh, I'd like to scramble the radar too I, I, I'm very much for trying to buy us more time ooh ooh 12 no, Wait. Tom. No Snickers for bits. What? Twelve? I was going to give Jacob a Snickers bar. Oh, those are ones. I thought those, those were sevens. Yeah, those are three ones. All right, so six. <laughs> okay. All right. So don't forget to add in the D12. That was the worst I've ever seen you roll. Like, D12 for the complication. Well, almost. I'll get a D8 for the sh uh, systems, and a I'll step down the D8 for the ship to a D4 for a plot point. And, and don't forget your fix. Yeah, I'm going to add my fix in right now. I just need to mark my plot point. Otherwise, I'll forget. Okay. Uh, my fix. And then fix is mental as well, right? Yes. I think so. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't have a character. Okay, well, I'm going to call it mental. If that's cool with you. It makes sense that it would be mental or physical. You okay with me calling it mental? Okay. That's fine. Whoo! Okay. That is a 21. On two dice. Yeah, I rolled a, t a, a 10 on my d10 and 11 on the d12. Right. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> that is definitely that is definitely an extraordinary success. And I think that's a uh, D eight big damn hero. A D eight big damn hero and three plot points. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Do plot points go away at the end of the episode? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know, start spending them like crazy. I guess. Uh, big damn hero die. Do not. Okay. You guys come at, are coming out of this with like a whole bunch of big game hero die. I have one. <laughs> well, I've only got one. Tom's got oh, them okay. all. I've got two. 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 Yeah, you you have you have as many as both Nico and I combined. That's still only two. <laughs> well, but it yeah, just makes it sound plus like it's two. a lot more. It's more impressing the way I see it. Impressing. In, in, impressive. Impressive. In, it's more impressive. It's it's impressive. Oh, Jacob, I can word. It's impressing if, to me. See, Jacob has all the words, all the best words, 
And he can use those words all the time. All you have to do is land. Wait, is that up to me? Yes. Uh, Are you not the pilot? Okay. Shut up. Alright. I'm gonna land no, I the think ship. the landing pad is to the left. So. Eleven. Nico, you're number six. Why don't you roll 49? You have a d12 in your pool. You could beat that with a single dice. Um, I'm going to go ahead and not step down my <laughs> my lean mean computing machine because I sincerely doubt my own abilities <laughs> at rolling dice. So Warren takes a deep breath as he sees the land coming closer. Does he, he, does he say anything? He focuses on that single target and says, easy now, easy now. And it's an 18. Yeah, that's a 7, 7, 8, 10. I could have stepped it down, <laughs> but, you know. Let's not tempt fate here. Exactly. That sounds like an extraordinary success to me. All right. Yay. You get a big damn hero so die. Get a no, now sorry. I have less big damn hero dice than you two combined. A D10. Uh, you don't lose any beats. Beautiful. And the force majeure is taken out. It will not be making it to planet. Too far back. Too far back. So, you come into landing, and uh, you land near the shipment, and it's guarded by a single man. No Dubujak, none of the mercenaries. It's the sheriff. No. Aw, oh, damn it. I really want to fight the fucking sheriff. <laughs> Uh, so he's just sort of standing there, and he waits for you guys to drop your... Doesn't have any guns out, and just waits for you guys to drop your ramp. Alright, loading crew. We made a safe landing. Time for you guys to load up the cargo. Oh, Warren kicks back. <sighs> Puts his feet up on the table, or on the console, and just kind of chills. Marcus, you're the face man. You're going to lead our ground crew. I'll be right behind you. Okay. I lower the loading dock. Alright, so... The man nods to you. Yes. Marcus, dressed as Grady, walks out. No. <laughs> no! No! Dear listeners, our DM has fallen over. Let, let's see what let's see where he goes with this. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and hear him out. Never thought I'd say that. Well he had to pick up the cog of uh Jack. Wow. Go ahead and roll your disguise. Okay. That's what you gotta beat. What is it? 16. 16. Oh, fuck. 
Well, Tom got plot points and big damn hero die. He's also the master of disguise. Mm-hmm. D10? Uh, D8. It's a distinction. Oh, but the social's a D10, right? Yeah. Let's see. Nine. What did he roll? Sixteen. Sixteen. Roll a big damn hero die. I have to spend a plot point for that, right? Uh huh. Yeah. It's fine. Seriously. It was one. Do another one. Okay. So that's 16. And I'll spend my last plot point because I had three. Um, you know, you can't. Add what? ones with once you roll them, right? What? Once on big damn hero dice, you cannot add ones to your pool. I can what give you really? a plot point for a complication, or you can take them back. Wait, what? Really? That's what it says. I thought big damn hero die were added regardless of what you roll. Mm, yeah, that's my understanding too. Let me see if I can find where it's at. Uh, using big damn hero dice, losing. Uh, well, big damn hero die or mighty helpful, there will be times where you roll a jinx. When that happens, you can't add the one to your total, and your GM gets to add a complication by giving you a plot point. Oh. Ain't all is lost, though. If you roll your big damn hero die and get a jinx, you can take it back and tell your GM you don't want the plot point. You don't lose the die, but you also don't get to add it in. Huh. Oh, son of a bitch. Might as well take him back. Yeah. So what are you at now? That... 15. So it's still worth it to spend my last plot point to add in the 3. three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 18. Success. Okay. He believes that you're Grady. He doesn't know why you've turned coat and you're with the Larbinger now. And uh, it severely upsets him. Because he doesn't like being double-crossed. Sounds like Tom made some uh, trouble for good old Grady back at home. Let's Where see how it? them Duke Bones get out of this one. Cue the General Lee flying out of the barn. The, <laughs> the man that you approach is a slender Asian man wearing spectacles. And uh, he says, my name's Kostya. I represent my employer in this matter. Uh, you see, Mr. Dubujak owes my employer a great amount of money, and uh, clearly his people aren't here to pick up this ore, and you are. So, I suppose we're going to have to cut ties with Mr. Dubujak. But you know all that, Mr. Grady. That's right, I do. I'm surprised to see that you've uh, decided to turn coat and work with these folk. Uh, I can't imagine that Mr. Nisko will be pleased with that, but that's a conversation for another day. So you guys load up the cargo, and uh, Costa just sort of stands there and watches you guys load up the cargo. It's pretty easy to load up. It's on, like, big sleds. Uh, and he tells you, after you finish loading it up, he tells you, uh, Mr. Adelaide Niska is impressed with the work that you've done here today. That being said, uh, 
he doesn't really approve of turncoats, first of all. And second of all, uh, it's clear that Dubajak is not worth protecting any longer. Um, as of right now, he's being arrested for fraud, and his mercenaries are all leaving planet. Uh, I've had Sir, enough of... Yes? I think you may find it amicable that the new owner may be open and doing business with you. This isn't ours to take. Uh, well, I should say, we're. this isn't all uh, going to be for us. We did do this for a sense of justice. Uh, you may find that your uh, investments here may not be uh, for naught. Hmm. Justice. Always something so interesting to see people who believe in justice in this world. Uh, I've had enough of Dubuzhek's shenanigans, and the last thing that I want is for the crew and the mercenaries to get in a gunfight over the shipment when Dubuzhek is clearly unfit to run this mine. We're going to cut our losses. Uh, because chaos and murder just seems wasteful. Alright, so all that's left, you've managed to complete the act, all that's left is the epilogue, and then we'll move into something different. Now, you guys don't have to do this, but if you want, you can try and negotiate with Kostya to get uh, Morrison's mind back, to get Marion's mind back, if you want. He's willing to negotiate that... Uh, if Morrison takes over the lien that uh, Niska has on Dubajak's operations, he'll sell her the mine for a fair price. Wait, so that's that's kind of what I was trying to do as we were loading it up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you do that, however, uh, you're going to end up leaving Morrison in debt to Mr. Niska. He's willing to hear you out, so you guys can make a thing, or just leave her to negotiate it herself. Well, that, that doesn't sound like such a bad deal, actually. Let her, let her sort out the, the messy work. But keep in mind, because you are taking half of what it would cost to pay off the debt to the mine, she is going to come up short. Well, either way, she's... Well... The goal was to get her her mind back, right? And so if we give her money now, the ore now, she won't get it back. Well, if you give her all of the ore, she gets it back. Or you can try and bargain with him, get her to take over the mine, the debt on the mine, and then she doesn't have to take it all back right now. She doesn't have to pay it all back right now. She's just in debt to Niska. Hmm. What do you guys think? Well, as I see it, Debujek is under arrest, so you ain't making that money back on the mine if we decline. And really, as we all know, um, if we're willing to, uh, take over this mind and continue operation, um, that helps Mr. Niska. 
because that means he can perhaps get a discount on his future ways. So I think that might be worth uh, taking a slightly lower price on his loan than he may have originally anticipated. So is he pretending to be Grady negotiating for the mine at like a discount on behalf of Grady without ever discussing with Grady whether or not with this would Marian. be something with Marion whether or not this is something that they would want to keep doing. Yeah. Basically. Oh god. Okay. Cost just smiles a little bit and he says, Well I'm impressed by the strong arm tactic. What's to stop us from installing a new foreman here, forcing all these people off the planet and settling it with brand new miners? Cost. I mean, we could throw you and your family out into space. Well, that would be mighty unfortunate, but, you know, then you'd have to send your guys here to strong on me. You'd have to find a new foreman, hope he's loyal, and... You know, pay all the fees and such. That can get mighty expensive. But the other option is that I don't make anything off this deal. I didn't say you don't make anything. Are we still waiting in front of the mine? Mm-hmm. You get yourself half the loan payment now. And in the future, when Mr. Nishka needs or for a deal, he may find himself... Um, able to buy some of this ore at cost. Mr. Grady, as I explained previously, if Mrs. Morrison, who it seems you now represent, is willing to take over the lien on the mine, I do not need the full payment today. She just has to be willing to take over the lien that Mr. Dubajak took out on the mine. Well, and I think you're missing the point because what I'm saying is she'll take over the mine today, but she got to make it worth her while as well. She gets her mind back. She doesn't go back to prison along with the rest of you for trying to interfere with the lawful running of this mine. I think, uh, hmm. I think we take it back to Marion. Can we get her on the comm? Yeah. I hit the intercom. I don't know about you fellas, but I remember something about a warship coming down to this location. So, if, if we can just continue with whatever we're doing, that's probably going to be better for everybody. Well, how about I take you, we take you on board, Um, you can sit in our meeting room, and then we'll take you to our employer, Marianne, because I figure it's about time we skedaddle. That would be the point where Cal should say something along the lines of, I don't think Marcus is really going to like him being in the meeting room. That's where he's. That's where he seasons and tenderizes his meat. If you would like to make a roll, 
against his you're going to make a social and influence or for you realistically mental and trick because you're pretending to be greedy not social sure I'll take social and trick but you are pretending to be someone else okay alright and master of disguise as well sure Twenty. <laughs> with the man with no plot points. Yes. Seventeen. That was a very good roll. Uh, however, you failed to raise the stakes, and you cannot change Kostya's mind. He looks at you and goes, "Well, since we seem to be at an impasse, I will be remaining here in Hannibal." And I will be managing the mine. Sounds great. I pull out my gun and shoot him in the chest. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Give me just one second. Now, Mr. Hopkins, let's not do anything too rash now. Uh, This is a representative of a very powerful man. We may not want to... uh, Here you go. Earn, earn the ire of such a corporation. Cal, I think it's done. Alright, I need you to set the stakes, Tom, against the social and influence roll. Okay, what do I roll? Social and influence. He's going to be making an intimidation action. He's using his intuitive ability called Now Is Not Your Time. Do I get anything else to that? Uh, you're being intimidated. Is there anything else you can add to it? I'm well, not sure. Well, during the war... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he cancels that out with his mysterious past. He has a mysterious past, too. Uh-huh. We just both get to roll it, then? Uh-huh. Oh, he has a mysterious past. Uh-huh. I got it. Okay. Fourteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, so you go ahead and shoot him in the chest. All right, so go ahead and roll your attack. What? Go ahead and roll your attack. Okay. Because you set the stakes when you you're attacking. I, I think I'm starting to understand this, uh, this flow. Sixteen. Uh, sorry, 13. <laughs> like, sorry, I couldn't math there. Happens to the best of us. Uh, go ahead and take a plot point. I'm going to spend it to uh, up his dice to a 16. You shoot at him and he lightly sidesteps out of the way. And he says, well... I'm not sure if it's lightly. He had to spend a plot point for it. He steps out of the way. And he nods and he goes, well, if that's how it wants to be, crew of the Larbinger, that's how it will be. And he turns and walks away. Fucking hell. Hearing the but gun. I shoot him again. He turns and walks away. He moves pretty quickly. You can continue to shoot at him if you want, but you're just going to get yourself into deeper trouble at this point. No, I'm going to get Grady into deeper crowd trouble at this what, point. Did he say Grady? What did he say? Crew of the Larbinger. 
Yeah, well, that's where you guys were supposed to attack me. I'm leaving you. <laughs> like, the engines are spunning up, the gunshots have started, you know. Marcus, get on board. <laughs> this is meant Seems to be... like we've got us into more trouble than was... Go ram it. I'm Grady. Grady, get on board to the meeting room. Or I'm closing this ramp on you. So you guys get on the ship and the ramp shuts. Lean toward the intercom. The only people welcome on this ship are those of the crew. So anybody that's from this planet better stay there. The ramp shuts and the ship takes off. Congratulations, gentlemen. You have managed to, uh, I guess, save, in quotes, the mine. Uh, Marion can go back to managing it. But uh, Mr. Niska owns it still. And uh, yes, for the three of you and the listeners at home, that is the same Mr. Niska from the show? Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to get at. <laughs> and trying to avoid. You know, Adelaide Niska? Yeah. Yeah, that means the you get to butcher his accent later. Oh, you think you're ever going to actually see Nis- Niska? That's, uh... He's just going to send Hitman after us. And then we're going to have to kick some into Turbine. And then the next person's going to be like, No, no, I get it, I get it, that's fine. And then he's just going to end up getting killed. Wait, no, no, that's what the Firefly crew does. Yeah, you guys are not yeah. done. Alright, so... You meet with, uh... Marion. Off-planet now, because it's no longer real safe for you guys to be on-planet. What with, uh having taken a shot at the new owner of the mine. Uh. So Nishka owns it? Marion doesn't? Yeah, no, Marion doesn't own the mine. Uh. Uh, She seems upset and is trying to not pay you because, you know, the deal was you get her the mine back, you get half the ore. Except we have the ore. I don't think we ever loaded it. Yeah, you loaded it. Okay. So he... Her and Grady come up with a deal that you guys will get your half of the ore and you're just not allowed back in Sweet Home. Acceptable, I suppose. They appreciate what you've done, but they wish that you hadn't caused so much trouble in doing it. So, gentlemen, that ends uh, this adventure. That's it for this episode, Browncoats. Stay tuned for another exciting episode of You Can't Take the Mic from Me. We're now live on iTunes, so please, leave a review. Any questions or comments, we can be contacted on Twitter at, at You Can't Take the Mic or through email at threedudesandagentleman at gmail.com. The Firefly RPG is a property of Margaret Weiss Productions.